Welcome to another episode of Matt's Mindset Monday. Each week we focus on topics to help you master the three elements of growth and achievement, mindset, habits, and skill. The mastery in these three elements will take you anywhere you want to go in business and in life. So are you ready to change your life or hit the next level of personal and professional achievement? Join us live Mondays at 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern on my Club Growth Facebook group or catch our replays 24-7 on YouTube. Let's grow together. All right. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining me for another edition of Matt's Mindset Monday. And uh, I'm really excited for today's topic because it's something that I'm very passionate about. Uh, and it is what are the four laws of lead generation? And, uh, you know, the it all revolves around your database and then recognizing that you know, sales, whether you're in real estate or, or car sales or any other type of, of sales position, um, it's really a numbers game. And I don't think that I actually don't look at real estate as a, a sales position, by the way. Uh, for me, it, it's our job is to consult and educate people so that they can make the best positions, uh, best decisions possible. Um, but still, we're going to talk about the four laws of lead generation. This is basically, if you are a small business owner or entrepreneur, how do you go out and build your business? Um, so we're going to go ahead and dive in. This is probably going to be about a 15 or 20 minute uh, podcast, but let's jump right into it. So what are the four laws of lead generation? Well, they are very simply. Number one is you got to have a database. It's the foundation of your business. Number two is you have to feed it consistently, add to it every single day. Number three is communicate with it systematically. And then number four is the best part, the most fun part is work all the leads that come off of it. But let's let's dive into each one of those things a little bit deeper so that so that you kind of have a, a least fundamental understanding of, of why this isn't so, so important and how it works. Well, the first one, the first law is you got to have a database. It's it's truly is the foundation of your business. It's where anywhere from 65 to 75% of your business is going to come from. I'm in a fortunate position that I get to, to coach and talk to a lot of agents, not only in our local markets here, but also across the nation. And, and all of the, what I would consider highly successful real estate agents, they have a database. And no, Dan, answer your question it is not true that what's the best database out there is the one you're going to use doesn't matter if it's excel well to be completely honest that's not the truth there are pros and cons to each different type of database but excel does not count as one of them and I, i'm probably one of the rare ones that will say this and it all has to do with laws three and four communicate with it systematically and work the leads that come out of it we're going to talk about that a little bit more in depth here in a little while uh but i want you to know that that having a database no matter what you do if you you are customer facing then you need to have a database of some sort uh you know it needs to be able to have automation it needs to be able to have um, some sort of organization system, such as tags or rankings or files. Uh, and then it also needs to uh, set reminders and let you know when it's time to reach back out to somebody. Because a database isn't just a place to store information. It really is the reason they're called CRMs, as client relationship managers, uh, uh, is because it really does foster relationships. You know, technology and databases in particular are built for one reason and one reason only, and that's to enter into more relationships with more people more often than what this little thing between our ears are capable of doing. If you think about it, you know, no matter how relational you are, 
the human brain can only keep track of probably somewhere around 50 different people at any given time. Let me explain. Think about this. How many phone numbers can you name off the top of your head? I can name four. Really? I can name my wife. I can name my mom's. I can name my best friend who's been my, one of my best friends since we were in high school, uh, since pager days is probably the only reason I even remember his number. And then uh, also my business partner, Shelly's. Like, those are literally the only four numbers that I can name. Yet I know thousands upon thousands of people. So how do I keep track of that information? Well, you could either have it in your phone, you could have it in a database, but if you're going to be purposeful behind the relationship and both give and receive from the relationship, we're going to talk about coming from value here in a little bit, then you really need to have them in a CRM and or a database. So if you currently don't have a database or your database is nothing more than an Excel file or your cell phone, I would highly encourage you to go get one. Uh, me personally, I use KW uh, Command and it does everything that I needed to do plus some. Uh, there's a lot of other ones out there. There's some really expensive ones when you're looking at uh, Boomtown and things like that and Chime that do like lead generation inside of them. There's also lesser expensive ones such as uh, Line Desk uh, and a few more that you can get for, you know, $50 a month, $75 a month, something like that. Uh, but first and foremost, the key is you got to have a database and I'll, I'll say this, you got to have the ability to use it or be willing to use it, I should say. Now, everybody has the ability, but you got to be willing to learn it and, and be able to use its full effectiveness. So that's number one, go get you a database. Number two is you have to feed it daily. So that is all about habits. You know, here we're about mindset, habits, and skill. And, and this is the habits portion is, you know, you have to go out and purposely every single day add information into the database. It's information in, information out, right? So what, what are the five core pieces of information that you need to capture for as many people as possible? And it's very simply as name, phone number, email address, physical address. And then the fifth one I always throw in is birthdays uh, because birthday is a, a really significant touch and moment that a lot of people really cherish. And it gives you an opportunity to stand out a little bit from maybe some of your competitors with some different things you can do inside the database. But you have to set the goal of feeding it every single day. There was a study that was done um, with real estate agents and uh, most real estate agents have a target when they're maybe starting out to a mid-tier agent to make $100,000 a year. There have been number study number of studies that were done that say in order to make that, you need to have on average 201 contacts in your database. So if you want to make $100,000 a year and you're in the real estate industry, maybe you haven't reached that point. The number one thing you can do to get there is to get a database. Number two thing is to get it to 201 people full of complete information, and then have them on smart plans, drip campaigns, whatever you want to call it, that systematically communicate with it part. That's what we're talking about. But before we get into there, um, what are some ways that you can feed the database? Well, number one thing is start pulling people out of your phone um, and putting them into the database. Start with the name, the phone number, maybe the email address, if you have that. Um, you can you obviously reach out to them and, and make contact and ask for any secondary information that you don't have, physical address, birthday, things like that. You can look their address up in the PVA. You can go to Facebook to find their their birthdays. I'm a big fan of just reaching out and asking them because I want to get their permission to communicate with them and let them know kind of, hey, here's what the type of stuff I'm going to be sending. Is this interested? Would this be of interest to you? Do I have permission to send it, right? Because I want to make sure that that I'm following all of the laws and just being respectful of, of people's, uh, you know, time and, and energy and things like that. But so 
what you want to do is is build up to 201 contacts. And then how do you do that? Well, just set the goal of adding five people to your database every single day. If you're working, you know, 20 hour, 20 days a month on average, then that's going to have you set up with 100 people. So within a matter of two months, if you're just doing five a day on your work days, you can be up to that 200 person number. I, 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 I you know, don't stop there. Keep going. Keep pushing forward, you know, try. Can you get it to 500? Can you get it to a thousand? And the reason is, is because we are really, you know, playing a numbers game in regards to trying to, to develop the relationship in a certain direction. And we're going to talk about how you do that in step three. But first, I wanted to kind of paint the outline of think about it as, as a bullseye. Right. And if you have this bullseye and you're using marketing and prospecting to people, on the outer circle, these are people that you do not know. You don't have a relationship with. This is a general public. They probably don't know who you are unless they've just heard your name or seen your billboard or something like that. But that is everybody that's in your area. So I live in Owensboro, Kentucky, and our, our immediate area, including the county, we're around 100,000 people. So that's my outer circle. One circle inside of that is my target group. These are the people that um, I'm targeting that I haven't met yet that are the future buyers and sellers of the world and investors of the real estate world, right? So that's that next group. And, you know, let's say that there are maybe 10,000 people at any given time that are considering buying or selling inside of my geographic area. That's that next circle in, and that's my haven't met. My circle inside of that, one more circle inside. So the third circle in, this is my met group. These are the people that that I know, that, that know me, they trust me, they love me. We have a two-way relationship with them. If they think of real estate, then they're they're gonna think of me, right? Because they because they know what I do and and I come from value whenever I, I'm communicating with them. And then one final circle on the very inside is allied resources, right? That's your bullseye. Those are the people that not only know you and know what you do, but they're also the ones that send you business. Business, or maybe you send them business, you know, your lenders, your, your referral partners and your past clients that send you referrals, things like this. So what our goal is in this bullseye method is, is we want to put everybody we can inside the database, right? Even the people that we don't know, maybe they're on our farming program or, or something like that. And then how do we move them inside each circle? Because as they get closer to that bullseye, the more likelihood they would be to use you for whatever your industry is. If you're in real estate, they'll give you, when it comes time to buy or sell, they're going to give you a call. If you're, you know, a stylist, a hairdresser, such as my wife, they're going to, they're going to reach out to you when it's time that they want to change that, that color up or that it's time for, you know, whatever it is that you do. It's all about developing the relationship. And that's what the database is used for. So starting with getting your allied resources in, who are the people that are most likely to send you business and then work your way out to everybody else that you know. And then how do you develop the relationship so they send you business to the people that you don't know, but are in your target group to your whole community as a whole. So you can see there's there's plenty of opportunity to add to your database and a lot of databases have some sort of way of uh, finding leads or generating leads, I should say, that will add to the database. So, for example, maybe you're running um, social media campaigns. Maybe you're capturing people's data at open houses. Maybe you're walking around, um, you know, with a name badge that's upside down at the grocery store and, and encouraging people to come talk to you so that you can hand out and exchange business cards. Like there's a num number of different ways to actually get the data and put it in. But you have to understand the theories and the numbers behind it. By the way, if uh, I told you 201 contacts, 
put you on the average of 100,000, you know, around 800, or no, excuse me, around 1,000 contacts put you on the target to 150,000 uh, or upwards, upwards to 200,000. So just so you can kind of have some targets inside of there. So that was number two is to constantly feed your database. Number three is to communicate with it systematically. Inside your database, you're basically going to be talking to one of two different people. Number one is the people that you have met and the people who know you, right? It's it's making sure that we constantly stay in front of them. Uh, and we use that for what we call our 36 touch. There's been a, a number of, of different studies that were done that, that kind of talk about that you need to be in front of your people a minimum of 36 times a year through a combination of text messages, emails, in-person phone calls, um, and social media. They need to see your name and have some sort of communication with you 36 different times in order to stay top of mind. And that's what it's all about is mind share for the people that we know to constantly remind them, hey, we are in this industry. If you yourself needs a service, we'd be glad to help you. If somebody you know needs a service, then please refer them to us because we promise we're going to take the same amount of care for them that we would for you as a as one of our friends or, or past clients. The second group of people that you're going to be talking to your databases, the people that you might not have a relationship with, or maybe you haven't earned the right to have a relationship with them. And these are your non-mets. These are people that you maybe met through prospecting, through some sort of online lead generation, um, through through one of those avenues where some you get somebody's name, phone number, and typically an email address. And then from there, you want to develop the relationship so that they know that, that you're the go-to and that, that you're the, the person that can help them the best. You do this through what we like to call our eight by eight system, which is our, our eight by eight is simply eight touches over eight weeks that are coming from value that establish you as the professional. This is everybody who you don't have a, a relationship with um, or some or people that you want to have a relationship with or a deeper relationship. You first put them on the eight by eight program to establish value. And in a future podcast, we're going to talk about what type of value can you establish? And then you're going to move them over to your 36 touch uh, because we know just in the, in the numbers game that it, somebody who goes through an eight by eight program and, and understands the value that you provide as the professional and then is going to stay top of mind for you through your 36 touch, we know that your database is going to churn people out at a 12 to two ratio, which means for every 12 people inside your database, you're going to get two pieces of business. One's going to usually be some sort of direct piece of business from one of the 12, and then the other one's going to be a referral. And so just so you know, it's 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 12 to two. So if you want to have 50 sales a year, do the math on that. That means you need to have around 300 people in your database. Uh, also, you, you've heard the compounding numbers of the 201 equals to 100,000. But if you're more units driven, um, like I am, like I, I don't, I don't worry about how much money I make. I worry about how many people can I help throughout the year. Then you're going to want to focus on that 12 to 2 ratio so that you make sure that, that you are, you know, feeding it as, as much as possible to live or to meet your lifestyle goals. So that was number two. Number three is the communicate with it systematically. We kind of touch base on that a little bit. You need to have your eight by eight and your 36 touch program, but you also need to have some automation. Because there's not enough time in the day when you've been doing this for a long time. You know, I've been selling real estate for, I think it's uh, like 12 years now, something like that. You know, I've met a lot of people. I have 
probably combined between leads and an actual database, somewhere around 3,000 people are in our, our team database with, you know, around a thousand of those in, in my personal database. Uh, you know, there's no way that I could wish every single one of those people happy birthday without missing some with there weren't some automation. So making sure that your database um, is set up. So my database is set up so that I get a weak reminder before somebody's birthday to mail them a birthday card. Cause I just, I love the feeling of getting a card. So I want to recreate that feeling for others. I also get a reminder to call them the day before so that I can be the first person to wish them happy birthday. I get an automated text that goes out and says, hey, happy birthday from Matt and Shelly. Uh, then there's a reminder to touch them on social media, right? And to wish them happy birthday on social media. You got to think that's one event in their life, a birthday, and there could be up to four to five different touches around that singular event. But you also need to communicate with them systematically from coming from value, not just wishing them happy birthday, but feeding them with information so that they can make educated decisions on what they need to do inside their their either their personal real estate and or their investment properties. So one of the things that we do inside that is in uh, what we call our monthly neighborhood nurture, where it's going to show you everything that's happened, every transaction inside your neighborhood, how many current pendings are there, what was the average price per square foot, the average sold price, you know, what's currently active inside your neighborhood, making sure that, that the consumer gets that information because they need to know what's going on around them. If you think about it, um, we have three different markets, really, well, more than that, but just to keep it simple, you have a nationwide real estate market, and that's where you read all the news about home prices are, are dropping 10, 20%. That's not happening where we live, okay? It's it's a different, and when you look at the coast, tend to, tend to see the extremes more, and then as you get to the center, you get less extremes when it comes to the overall market. Then you have your statewide market, so what's happening you know, locally, geographically to us in Kentucky, and then you have your actual real market. Market, which is, you know, the uh, the board level market, the great. So for us, it's Greater Owensboro Realtor Association. And then you have one more market inside that. So guess four, really, you have the neighborhood data because there's neighborhoods that determine, you know, what the max price per square foot is. It's not necessarily each individual house. Typically a neighborhood uh, like homes that are like in likeness in terms of beds, baths, square footage, features, things like that are going to be grouped together in neighborhoods. So what your neighbor's house sells for has a significantly more impact than what a house in, let's just say Utica sells for versus what a house in Lexington sells for versus what a house in Los Angeles sells for. So making sure that you have that hyper-local data is super important. Uh, another great touch that you can do is a touch on the actual value of their home. Um, so they're providing value is super important because it allows the consumer to see has their equity gone up or gone down over time uh, and big fan of, of providing value. So we send a once a month email that says, hey, here's your estimated value. If you would like us to dial this in, please give us a call. We can come and do what's called a CMA comparative market analysis so that you understand what what the, the actual value of your house is, not just our estimated based on the data that we could find through PBA. Uh, some other really great touches are Christmas cards. I don't know a single person that doesn't like getting a Christmas card, so you can use that. Quarterly phone calls, super huge. If they're in your database and you're saying you have a relationship with them, then you should have earned the right to call them once a quarter and check in. We're talking every three months. Give them a call, check in and say, hey, do you have any real estate related plans? 
What are you seeing in the market? What questions do you have? How can I potentially, uh, potentially help you and or educate you to what's going on around you? Oh, by the way, do you happen to know of anybody looking to buy or sell that I could communicate with today? You know, just making that call to check in and say, hey, you know what? I know you're not transacting right now, but I'm here for you. Do you need contractors? Do you need a home value? Do we need to adjust the neighborhood nurture neighborhood uh, email that you're getting? Is there, did you have any significant life events that I should know about that, that I can kind of help you plan for? Keep in mind, y'all, real estate is the single biggest uh, transaction that most people will ever do in their life. It is worth the more money in this singular event of buying or selling than their cars, you know, most of their stocks, things like that. So, you know, to keep people educated on how that investment is doing is a really vital piece of our, you know, industry as a whole. Uh, there's a lot of other different touches you can do. Big fan of pop buys where we just randomly pop by somebody's house and drop off a little gift to them, especially if they have kids. We've done things like pumpkin decorating contest. Um, we did chalk, uh, chalk drawing contest. Uh, you know, a lot. I know a lot of others that do like pie giveaways, um, just a, a little opportunity to give back to to your clients in some way, shape or form. You can also do client parties. Um, you know, we've done photos with Santa, things like that. There's a lot of different things that you can do inside of there. The key is to, to have a combination of emails, text message, uh, phone calls, social media reach outs in order to be able to stay in front of people a minimum of 36 times. Uh, you know, the more, the better, honestly. Uh, it's not one of those things where when, it's one of those things when you're coming from value. If you get up to 60, 70, um, you know, there's a, a big agent in Cincinnati, Peter Shabri, uh, who I've been fortunate enough to meet and, and attended some of his trainings before. He does 72 touches a year. Uh, and if you're coming from value, it's not annoying. Like every single touch is that, hey, sell your house. Hey, go buy another house. It's, hey, how can I educate you? How can I consult you? What information do you need? What what scares you? What excites you? Like, let's talk through it so that we have a long-term game plan and you know that I'm always going to be a resource for you. So that's how you can kind of communicate with it systematically. The systematic part or the setup of the, I should say, the systematic part is how do you automate some of that? So the monthly neighborhood nurture, you can set that up to go out automatically. The home value, automatic. The, uh, Check in on, on text message for a birthday automatic. Now, I don't recommend, this is just me personally, I don't recommend just auto blasting a text to your whole database unless it's something of, of high value, right? Um, so what I mean by that is my, I think crafting messages instead of one to many and going instead of, you know, one message to an individual is more powerful than one message to a group. Uh, now, sometimes when you need to use that, um, especially if it's, you know, if market, if interest rates were to drop by 2% tomorrow, it's not going to happen. I promise it's not. But if it were to happen, like that might be something that, hey, I'm blasting out. Hey, have you been on the fence? Let's talk now. Interest rates just dropped. It's time to go lock a rate. Um, that type of stuff. So that's how you set up the, the systematic part of it. And then part four is, well, we're all in it for, you know, all in this industry for whatever industry you're in. It's the service of leads that come from it, to ask for business, to come from contribution to the point that people want to give you business, and then make sure you take care of people in the same level that you would want to be taken care of. That's the customer service side of things. So that when one of your clients who you, you know, you had on that eight by eight, and then they jumped on a 36 touch and they service, they give you a lead that you follow up with the lead and you transact with that lead from a relationship standpoint and not 
not a transactional standpoint and develop that leads education and, and knowledge so that they can make a, a really informed decision when it comes time to buying and selling a house. So that's that's going to be the most fun. That's what we do this for. And I promise you, I promise you, promise you, promise you, if you want more transactions, it doesn't have to do with how hot the market is, how good interest rates are. All that plays a small little part, but ultimately, if you want to grow your business, regardless of the industry, you need to follow the four laws of lead generation. That's number one, you need to go get you a database and it needs to be a database that has some automation and that you can learn to use. Number two is you need to feed it consistently, add to it every single day, get to a minimum of 201 contacts. Number three is communicate with it systematically. Everybody is on some sort of campaign so that they're getting some automation, mixed in with reminders to you to reach out and personally check with them to make sure that they're doing okay. And then the last one, number four, is to reap all the rewards, go take those leads, convert them into business, and that's how you grow a really big real estate business or any sales business in general. So go out and practice your four laws of lead generation. If you would like to see examples or have uh, more communication around what campaigns look like or smart plans or drip campaigns, uh, give me a call, shoot me a DM, You know, just reach out to me in any way, shape or form. I'll be glad to help you. I hope you all have another amazing week. It's burger week here in Owensboro. So if you happen to be located where I am, go out and support your local restaurants, $7, all kinds of custom burgers. I've eaten four so far. It's my goal to get to 15 and then I'm going to get back on the diet. But I appreciate all of you and I'll see you next week at Matt's Mindset Monday. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Matt's Mindset Monday. Join us again next week as we continue our journey of personal and professional development by learning the mindset habits and skills to reach our full potential.